Welcome to the Game Time Podcast, episode 23. Uh, Going to be talking a little bit of Mega Man 2 today. Got my buddy Organ Dude on, fellow uh, streamer, fellow speedrunner. This has slowly turned into a speedrunning podcast, and uh, yeah, that's that's odd. But anyways, um, <coughs> God, I haven't done this in a minute. Apologies if I'm rusty. I probably am. What do I usually say here? Ah, oh, yeah. If this is your first time stopping by, thank you so much. I'll give you a quick little rundown of what goes on around here. Basically, I'm just playing through games that I want to play, never got to play, or never got to beat. And then I talk about them with friends and or strangers. As I just said, we got a uh, fellow fellow streamer friend on today, Organ Dude. He's a Mega Man 2 exclusive runner. He's been killing it, man. He has absolutely been killing it. It took a couple weeks for me to convince him to come on the show. Understandably, I wouldn't want to come on this show either. <laughs> Uh, it's a fucking joke. But he said yes, and we sat down about a week ago, and we talked to Mega Man for about an hour. We got into some strats, got into our backstories with the game, how we got into it, all that good stuff. But um, usually this is the part where I say, I'm going to keep this short, because X, Y, Z. Uh, today, I, I, I don't have a reason to keep it short. I, I think I just want to. Yeah, my headset's going to die. Okay, we'll do that. My headset's beeping at me. I'm probably forgetting something. We're going to get this shit back on track, though. Uh, no more two-month breaks. We're going to try. But in the meantime, enjoy the podcast and uh, hope to be around more often. podcast how are you doing man dude thanks man um aside from tech issues i'm doing great <laughs> good to hear yeah for the listener uh we've we've spent about 20 minutes trying to figure out some tech issues with this recording <laughs> and uh you know that, that's just how it goes sometimes yeah that's all good uh, let's talk some mega man yes i'm very excited um i haven't done one of these in a while so Forgive me if I'm rusty. It's been about two months. Um, but yes, we're going to be doing a little bit of Mega Man 2 today. A game that uh, that my buddy Oregon here seems to be really good at and really enjoys. And I reached out to him. He's a he's a fellow streamer, fellow speedrunner. And uh, he said yes. So here we are. <laughs> You're way too kind. I'm, I am not good at this game, but I really enjoy playing it, though. So It's a great game. And so for me... This is one that I grew up playing, right? But I never could beat this game back in the day. But I've been playing this, you know, since I was a really little kid. Um, what What about yourself? What's your story with it? Have you been playing this for a long time? Because you seem to be good. You seem to be really good. And so here's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I'm an older guy. You know, I'm 42 years old and I grew up with this game. This is probably, you know, Mega Man 1, Mega Man 2. These are probably my, you know, favorite games growing up as a kid. And, uh. I was kind of the same way. Like I couldn't, I couldn't beat Mega Man one to save my life. You know, I'd get to the devil and that was it. It was game over. Just like, uh, you know, you're saying on your other podcast and uh, Mega Man two, I had some roadblocks as well, but I always, you know, the music, the, the gameplay, uh, the ease, you know, of gameplay. Like I just really love this game. 
And uh, my brother and I used to play it as kids, and uh, you know, we take turns trying to to get as far as we could. And um, yeah, man, it's just always been like my one of my favorite games, and across any platform. And um, you know, I just picked it up uh, maybe about three months ago, two or three months ago. Um, I was watching speedrunners. Just got bored at work one day, and uh, sort of Googled, you know, speedrun Mega Man. And all these uh, videos showed up, and I was watching these guys do this crazy stuff with all these zips and, and all this stuff that I could never figure out. You know, I don't even know if that existed when I was, you know, playing this game as a kid. But um, you know, I just started watching the videos, and it sort of reinvigorated my my interest in this game. And so I, you know, scoured the uh, the internet to try and find some some old consoles and things like that. I finally did, and uh, yeah, I've been. Been uh, speed running for about eh, a month and a half, two months, and uh, not really getting uh, too far with it. But uh, again, you know, it's it's really fun. Well, buddy, don't sell yourself short. Like you, you've been killing it. And to hear that you've only been doing it for a month or two is kind of mind blowing to me because I I was under the impression that maybe maybe you'd taken a break and like come back to it or something because you know from my perspective. Um, you know, if I've only been playing Mega Man 2 for, for a couple months, but from my perspective, you kind of came on the scene out of nowhere and, you know, me and you were kind of more or less running at the same level in the beginning. I felt like, like they were close. You were always a bit, a bit better than me. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I've been hopping in your streams all of a sudden I'm like, holy hell, like he's killing it. He was, you're knocking like three minutes off, four minutes off, five minutes off. It's like, what well, the fuck? <laughs> so I don't know. Much, much respect because you got good as fuck. Dude, the real thing quick. is, like, uh, for a profession, I'm a, a teacher, and so we have the summers off. So I've been pretty much like just total degen, you know, Mega Man guy. So, like, every waking <laughs> moment I've had has been dedicated to like either watching videos, like learning new strats, and then trying to implement them into my game. But, uh, you know, like, not to get too, too technical on the viewers, but like, my sum of best is approaching 30 minutes now. But my PB is still like 31 minutes. So, like, I'm just very inconsistent. Like, I've got some cool, you know, advanced strats. It's, it's just pulling them off, you know, regularly has been a, a real challenge. But honestly, it's that's part of the fun, you know. The road to getting good is so much more fun than it is once you're actually, like, good. You know, quote unquote, yeah. good. Um, because these games just get to a point, at least for me, where like I'm just not having a good time. Like when when the strats get super sweaty and it's like one hit just throws you off completely. Like that's not fun. But when you're like, you know, every time you play, you're getting gold, 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 and then those golds start turning to greens, greens, and then all of a sudden it's just like you're you're just getting reds every run, and it's like it feels yeah. impossible. It's you know a, what I it's mean? It's approaching so, that for me now, man. But um, you know, there's. I think that the uh, the world record for the category that that you and I run is somewhere like uh, twenty twenty seven minutes for Zipless Normal. Something. So, I mean, something like that is. So, I mean, it's like unbelievable. for us, we're not even close. I mean, we're not even in the the realm of you know, possibility with the world record. So, I mean, there's still a lot of uncharted you know territory for us to to enjoy the game. And so, like that's that's what kind of what's what's keeping me hooked for now. But uh, no, I totally understand what you're saying, man. It's like just red, 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 red. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> why can't? Why can I not get a PB yeah. every other day like I was, you know, last month? 
I feel it. Exactly. And like, like my buddy Hatchet said, man, like the better you get at a game, like the more bad days you're going to have because you're going to get better. And then like, you're just, you're just not going to consistently be able to pull off something that you just, you know, you just got lucky or like, you're just on your game. You know what I mean? So you just kind of have to keep that in mind. And, or, or if you don't, then like, I don't know. You you'll just get burnt out on it. You got to play you just find yourself game. in like Airman and you know, perpetual loops. You're just like, what what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a great game, man. And honestly, you know, the music for me is is one of the biggest things that keeps me engaged. You know, it's the best music in any game. I think absolutely, hundred percent. And the whole series as a whole, like Mega Man One, really the you know I consider the original six kind of like you know the cream of the crop. Um, it's all good though. You know, it's so, it's so good. Yeah. I can't, I'm just sitting here. I'm thinking about this conversation we're having. Right. And I don't know, it's, it's making me smile ear to ear. Cause I think it's so funny and I think it's so bizarre. It's like, in what world, in what world am I sitting here talking to somebody in 2023? Who's a teacher (laughs) (laughs) about Mega Man two. And I'm a landscaper, like straight up, like I'm outside, I'm a blue collar worker. Like I, you know, I'm like doing grunt work. Um, and I'm sitting here talking to a teacher about Meg Man 2. It's just hilarious. Um, but it, it, I don't know, that in itself kind of points to how impactful this game is on people because we're also in different generations too, right? So you're, you said you were 42, I'm 30 and you know, so I was playing this at like probably like six or seven. So, you know, you were you were like a teenager when you were playing this, which is really rad. And, you know, just the fact that we can fast forward to now and be having this conversation and still be playing this game is. So when this game know, came out, cool. I think it was what, 88 or 89, uh, which would have put me at like, which I think would um, put me yeah. at like age eight, age nine ish, <clears throat> somewhere in there. And I remember going to uh, I don't think they have these stores anymore, but was the big toy store is called kb toys and i remember just you know saving my money up and uh just begging my mom to take me to the mall and go to kb shops and get mega man 2 and i finally had enough you know uh brass jobs or whatever it was at the time i was earning money at nine years old finally took me there and i bought the game and i was like this this is awesome this is it i have arrived i have arrived the destination you know no, I, I know exactly what KB Toys is. I don't think I was around for it, but I've always known what it is. It was like a, you know, like I put KB Toys yeah, yeah, and yeah. Toys R Us kind of in the same, in the same boat. Yeah. At least like back in the day they were, and then Toys R Us became a totally different thing. But Toys R Us and KB Toys was basically like, I don't know, like GameStop. Or, I, I mean, I can imagine the hype of like wanting Mega Man 2 and seeing it on ads or, or whatever, reading it in Nintendo Power if you were into that. I can imagine the hype. Unfortunately, I was not in that boat because I really don't remember a time in my life where this game wasn't just at my house because I have two older brothers, right? So they're eight and 10 years older than me. And so they, they were that generation of the eighties and the NES mania and all of that. So, you know, when I came, when I came around, we already had all this shit. Like I just, I don't remember a time where I couldn't just turn on my, turn on the NES and, and play Mega Man or Mega Man 2 or, or whatever, Little Nemo, like all these games that I, that I hold so dear. Um, but I can imagine the hype, man, just like seeing this out. And it, 
especially after like knowing what Mega Man One was all about, and then like seeing you know seeing what they've done to it would be Dude, really yeah, cool man, thing. it was amazing. I, I mean, I remember, I know this isn't a Mega Man One podcast, but I remember playing Mega Man One, and I just thought that was the the most insane thing that's ever happened you know to me in my short whatever six seven years of life and i was like i just need more you know and then <laughs> came out and arguably you know it depends on who you ask obviously it's got a storied tradition and such people you know regard this as probably the best the best mega it depends on who you ask but like and i remember when this came out i was just like oh my god this is this is incredible like this is way yeah you know this is good stuff here Right. And I think that's that's a fair judgment. Like, you know, across the board, Mega Man 2 probably is the best game. Um, You know, people have their favorites and stuff. I'm still super partial to Mega Man 1, but that's because, you know, I grew up playing it. I grew up playing this, too. But Mega Man 1 was a game that I played when I was a kid and I never could beat it. You know, I didn't. There was no way, you know, this is the Mega Man 1 podcast. I get that. But, you know, I would play that game religiously, like over and over and over and over again. Like I would just play Fireman stage again and again. I I would just because in Mega Man 1, you can pick the same stage over and over again. And I would just sit there and I would just play it and beat it and play it and beat it and play it and beat it. And uh, Mega Man 2, I couldn't I could never quite figure out to the point that I did Mega Man 1. But Regardless, 2023, I sat down one night and beat this game. And, uh, you know, any 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 game that I'm going to speed run or anything like that. First off, I never know that I'm going to speed run it. <laughs> and with this one, I was like, I kind of started itching to speed run it because I'd already ran Mega Man 1. I'd already ran Mega Man 3. I was like, OK, you know, I sat down and I beat it casually no strats, blind playthrough, all that. And uh, I was like, all right, well, let's do one more time, one more time without strats. And I didn't watch anything before that. And then as soon as that was over, it was like game on, you know, and I started watching videos and, uh, you know, kind of kind of trying to figure out the workarounds in this game to be able to run it. And I've had a lot of fun with it. It's been, you know, probably like a month or two of running this game pretty much nonstop. Dude, honestly, like, Wow. Honestly, I think speedrunning, the introduction of speedrunning, this is the only game I've ever speedrun in my life. And I've only been speedrunning again, you know, for about a month and a half. I think speedrunning has actually made me enjoy this game more than I did before knowing what speedrunning even was. Like, it's opened up some things, some routes, some some strategies that I didn't even know existed, you know, before you know, watching all these these maniacs doing some of the speedrun stuff. And again, I know this isn't a speedrun podcast, but like I think it's it's definitely something incorporated into the stock because you know it's highly influential in terms of the game itself. I'm just watching some of these guys do you know some of the stuff like Cypher and Prizzy and all these guys. It's just incredible. And it's really unlocked some of the parts of the game that I you know I just didn't know frankly existed before watching these guys. So I've speed ran a couple of games now, but the cool thing about Mega Man uh, in particular is speedrunning him. The biggest key to it is just being good, you know, especially in the category that we run. We run Zipless and, in, you know, the secret to that is just getting good at the game, whereas like some speedruns are like so like sure. glitch heavy and like. 
I don't know. Like, yeah, there's like like manipulations and stuff, and there's a little, there's some of that in here, but it's not, it's not super heavy. So, like, I agree with you. I guess that's what I'm, what I'm trying to get to. I agree with you that speed running a game like this will make you enjoy it more because honestly, like, if you're not speed running this, then you're not gonna have a reason to right. get as good yeah, as yeah. you are. You know, <laughs> like, like how many times can you play Mega Man One? If you're not like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just wouldn't have any reason to play through it as many, as many times if I wasn't, if I wasn't like going for, for gold splits and stuff like that. And just like trying to, trying to do, trying to do the best that I can. And that's the cool thing about speedrunning. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is it, it breathes new life into these games. And I don't speedrun every game. I don't speedrun every classic game that I play. There's a lot of games that I really like that I just have no interest in putting splits on, and I don't. But with the Mega Man series in particular, totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. I do. You know, I couldn't imagine doing like <laughs> a uh, speedrun on a, an RPG. Like, I, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, like the Final Fantasy games and the Chrono Triggers. But like, man, I couldn't imagine doing a speedrun. Like, I think that would be, make the game actually worse. You know, whereas like the Mega Man series or Super Mario yeah. Brothers, whatever, you know, it, it just, you know, polishes the game, I think, in my opinion, anyways. But, uh, yeah, man. Earthbound's my favorite game of all time. And like, I know a lot of people in those speedrun communities. And,. I just know I don't want to do that, you know. I don't. I don't want to speed run an RPG, especially Earthbound. That's that's like my baby. Like <laughs> I love that game. I don't want to break yeah. it. Like I want to read all the text, you know. So platformers, especially from this generation, just just lean so heavily into speed running and optimizing a game yeah. to its fullest uh, potential. So yeah. I think that's enough rambling. Yeah, that, was, that was a good enough introduction <laughs> to the game and how how we got into it. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I want to kick it back for just one second. And, you know, like we said, this is Mega Man 2. This is the successor to Mega Man 1. And this came with a ton of improvements, like quality of life improvements, different physics. Um, this isn't a history lesson by any means, but this game did add a lot to the formula that, in my opinion, was already really good and just made it that much better. And that's what the Mega Man series basically did from game to game. You know, the later games introduced the slide and the charge and all that. We're not going to get into all that. But it seems like most of, most of the games, they uh, they add new uh, mechanics. And uh, yeah, just, just new things. This was the first game to have a password system. Mega Man 1 doesn't have a password system. This game added one in, so you could save the game if you wanted That's to. Right. I've never used it. But no, you know that if you the want password to, password screen. Um, password screen is like my nemesis, one of my nemesis in life, right? So like as a speedrunner, <laughs> you're always, oh, you're yeah, always you don't trying to, to avoid there. hitting the password <laughs> screen. But I suppose you know, for the uh, the common man or common lady that wants to play this game, like it, in theory, that'd be nice to have, but uh, a tough one to avoid as a speedrunner. <laughs> Yeah, for us, we try to stay out of there, but it's still cool. Like, I don't know. It, it makes this game Absolutely. so much more accessible just because of that. Um, you know, it's Mega Man. Mega Man in general is pre pretty tough, especially for, for for a newcomer. You know, if you've only played Mario or something like that, Mega Man can be. I agree, and especially when you get to the Wily stages, like the difficulty really, really ramps up when you get Wily 1, especially number four, obviously. I mean, I, yeah. I, I can't imagine 
you know, being a seven-year-old and trying to and find enjoyment in this game and then have to do the purple hell stage, you know, like that, that sounds like a bad time, you know, without a password, of course, you know, you can no. get back to it and passwords. That's a good idea. Yeah. And like I said, I've never used it, but it's there, you know, to be honest, I still don't think I know to this day how those password systems even work, <laughs> but cause it's like, you know, it's got, it's like a, it's like a grid and you have to like, Mm-hmm. enter I, I yeah yep. yeah I'm, I'm talking out of my ass you just enter the, <laughs> the code or whatever <laughs> to save and yeah there you go there you go um mega man 2 also added an e-tank system which is that's not really in mega man idea. 1 yep. and that's huge too if you're listening at home and you don't know what an e-tank is basically it's an item pickup think health bar except you can save it for whenever you want and it doesn't go away um you know so you can pick these up you save them, and then when you run into trouble or whatever, then you use an E-Tank, the E-Tank goes away, and you have full health. Yeah, that, that was um, huge. Mega Man 1 I doesn't think, have any uh, of that. So I think people, I think the developers probably got some feedback from the general public. We're like, you know, this game is way too hard. You know, we've got to start all the way at the beginning of the stage, and I can't find, you know, health and etc. So the guys were like, okay, well, let's, let's introduce this E-Tank, and so like, you can use it as an item. And it's essentially like a real-time one-up. You know, you can think about it in those terms. And uh, I think I think people really like that, you know. Yeah, and I mean, the only reason they would have ever put something like that in there would be mm-hmm. because they realized Mega Man 1 was hard, you know? <laughs> At least for an American audience, like, you know, Japanese audience has always been much better at video games than, than, uh, than the U.S. So I'm sure, they, I'm sure we had a tough time over here, but... Yeah, so they added E-Tanks, and they also added more health drops. Um, there's a lot more health drops here. Those, uh, those balls that, that you pick up, and they... Yeah, you know, health is really good unless you're you know, those fast, things. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's, that's the biggest problem, man. That's one of the big problems with Speedrun and Mega Man 2 for me, is that sometimes they're just unavoidable, because like, you'll, yep. you'll just get like 10 of them on the screen at once. You're like, how do I get past these? So more health drops. And the one... The one, you know, obviously I did a little bit of research today. I don't always research games, but for this one, I, I find it interesting. I just started looking into it and I started writing stuff down that I wanted to talk about. And um, something I never realized was uh, there's no score system in this game or any other Mega Man game after Mega Man 1. There's a, there's a score bar on top in Mega Man 1 and that goes away Yeah, um, uh... for all the other games. You know, I don't really have much to say on that. You know, I don't I never really thought about Mega Man games in terms of like, you know, needing to hit a high score. Like it was just more of a like completion. Did I finish the game? Did I finish the stage? Did I beat the boss? Like score for me never was really, you know, something that was super appealing. And so that was nice to see that go away. I, I don't know if there are other people that are, you know, more interested in the high scores maybe pinball folks, but uh, yeah, the high score thing was like, ah. Right. And it's not, it, you know, at least for me, I've never been trying, I've never tried to go for a high score or something in Mega Man. Like, yeah, like exactly. you said, it's just like survive it, <laughs> you know, like, cause that it's, it's tough. So yeah, that was always my whole goal was just to survive it. And I never paid attention to the score system, but, um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that because it's one of those things in the original Mega Man where like, at least from a speedrunning perspective, is like all those oranges little, and whatever. I don't know what they're yeah. called. They're like 
the little ball, the little orange balls. Yeah, you try to avoid those because those right. boost your score. You try to avoid lives because those boost your score. Um, because when you get to the end of the level, it's going to like slot machine your score basically yeah and it takes more time so you try to avoid those game within the game so i thought that was very interesting a game within the game you got it um another big point coming from Mega Man one to Mega Man two eight robot masters instead of six eight is better than six right Mega Man one only has six more 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 bang for your buck i guess so yeah all the games followed that uh trajectory too so so everything after one is eight robot masters, which I always thought was kind of odd. But <laughs> now that I've played it and everything, it makes it makes more sense to me now. I really like the flow of Mega Man Two. I like the fact that that each uh, uh, robot master has sort of got a weakness, and and so your routing can can take you know form based on on what your goals are for the run. If you're just trying to complete, you know, you can do Buster only, what we call Buster only run. Um, but uh, you know the, the fact that some of these these robots take take more damage from certain weapons, um, uh, namely metal. I mean, metal is probably the most broken you know item in that entire game, outside of the items. You know, item one, two, three. I think it's nice to have a variety of of the uh, the mini bosses. I guess you could think of them as mini bosses, and it sort of lets you enjoy you know user experience we talk about user experience it, it really improves the user experience having more options to to go tackle some of the more difficult stages you know uh, with more weapons and things so in Mega Man 2 i feel like the items are so much more useful because you know you beat a boss you get their item that's mm -hmm. the whole gimmick of Mega Man it's a huge game of rock paper scissors basically like trying to figure out what's weak to what and what order to go in and i feel like Mega Man 2 gives you more opportunity to explore because a lot of like a lot of the items can be used so diversely like you can use the metal blade and just go through the whole game basically with just that or like you know there's sections where you can use the uh, uh the flash or yeah the flash where it freezes the screen and then like the next room you go into the enemies don't spawn and and stuff like that you know and they're like there's several ways to take down certain bosses with certain weapons and it, it gives you a bit more freedom whereas in Mega Man 1 it was just like one for one figure it out or get fucked like you could actually take down part of quick man's health by, by using flash stopper I had no idea like I'm 42 years old and it's you know 35 years after yep. I'm just now learning things like that's that's what I think is kind of cool about this game always kind of picking up on something new that is his weakness and um you know i think that one goes all the way back to the you know playground conversations for me is uh you know yeah. for quick man it, until i started speed running it that's how i did it i would uh i would i would just shoot him there's like a certain percentage you need to shoot him with the buster and as long as you have full uh full flash shoot him with no the buster idea. a couple times use so the cool. flash and he just dies you're talking about the the flow of this game a second ago, and I couldn't agree more because there's one thing, one thing about this game that I love and I hate. And I hate it mostly because I swap between Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 2. But I guess they got wind in this game about the select glitch. You know, do you, you know about the select glitch in Mega Man 1 oh, where you, yeah, you shoot yeah. the item at a boss and you get in its frame with the weapon 
and then you and then you mash select and it'll take them down. Apparently, they figured it out because they just made it on a. They made you unable to pause in this game in the same way, and so there is none of that. No. You can't. You know, there's no, there is no select glitch after Mega Man One, and I like that. Okay, I like that about this game, but it also just really fucks me up because you know, for Mega Man One, you use that select button so much. And it makes the game so different because not only do you use that to take down the bosses really quickly, you also use that every yep. single time you get hit because it it gives you a buffer. So like if if you get hit, you you know select select, keep going. And if you there's frame perfect selects where you just literally go through the enemy and you don't even get knocked back. And so every time I go to Here's you know Mega Man two or three. After playing one for an extended period of time, I'm always, dude, always. It's just muscle memory. I can't help it. Like, and I do it with the same thumb that I that yeah. I use A and B so for. In, I just move it over to select and tap of, it. You know, just mashing select like um, that. So, you have to. Um, I think the developers wanted you to uh, do like a tiny jump. And that's like the. Uh, <clears throat> that's sort of the uh, replacement. For that thing but it's not as effective of course you know you still go backwards and you still have to you know keep keep going right in most cases and uh it's kind of a pain in the ass and i'll be honest with you sometimes it just kind of gets you more into trouble than and it was worth in the first place but yeah i kind of like that no uh no select function but you know i don't run Mega Man one as a spirit uh serious speed run so you know that's stands to reason no, and I'm glad it's not in there because because it, it changes the game enough to where like you have you just have to learn to play a different way. But I still will find myself doing it. And it doesn't do anything like the button. That button just doesn't do anything in Mega Man 2. Um, all you have is the menu button. So, I mean, sometimes I'll do it just out of habit and, you know, I'll be like, damn it. But, you know, no harm, no foul. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> um. But I, yeah, I just thought it was funny that they were like, yeah, we're not going to fix this. We're just going to make you not be able to do it. So I think theoretically that glitch is still probably in here. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. I do want to, well, let's see, we covered, we covered the E-Tanks, password system, score system. The one thing, the one thing I have in my notes that we haven't touched on is I want to talk about these um, items in the game. Because those change the game drastically. Um, you know, item one, two, and three. Um, because, you know, the, the game before this, all you had was the magnet beam. Isn't that funny that the items in those these first two Mega Man games are literally the most overpowered uh, features of the game? I like, they really are. Uh, um, when you talk about, like, speedrunning especially, uh, the items permit you to do the glitches, you know, in 98% of the cases. And, you know, further, even if you're not doing glitches yeah. or zips or anything, yep. these items just allow you to access the game in ways you you just can't in other ways. You know, they've in a couple spots, they've, they've uh, sort of A-locked it, I guess you, you could say, where you need to use, like, uh, in Wily 1, for example, you know, after the very first bird section, you cannot, you know, access the rest of the game unless you take a, an item one or item two and jump over this, you know, this building, etc. And really, the Wily stages were where it gets really, you know, item heavy 
driven. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I think it adds a lot of complexity to the game. And it adds, I think, in my opinion, like for speedrunning especially, what separates the slow guys from the fast guys. Even if you're doing a zipless run, <clears throat> just the, the to be able to use these items effectively and efficiently, efficiently especially, is is really what what sets it apart. But um, yeah, the item use is is such a huge crucial piece of this game. Yeah, exactly. Because in Mega Man One, all you have is the magnet beam, and that's basically a beam that you can shoot infinitely long, and uh, it disappears after a few seconds. You jump on it. Basically, how we break the game for Mega Man One. Um, but in Mega Man Two, you get access to three items. You don't get the magnet beam, unfortunately, but you get access to three items, and one is sort of like the magnet beam, but it's just a platform that goes, you know, it goes from the left to the right and you can stand on it. You can't control it or anything. Once it's there, that's where it's at. Uh, the other one is kind of like a little floaty spring thing. And then the other one is just straight up floating platforms that you can shoot three out at a time. Um, and I don't know, man, they're cool. Like they're really cool. Like obviously they're rush, but not yet. You know, they're red. They're, they're the rush items, except they, I don't think they've said that yet. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, they're the prototypes to rush. But yeah, they're, they're cool, man. And like you said, they allow people to do things in the, this game. Um, it's such like, it's such an easier level because, you know, so... I, I mean, I hate to just keep kicking it back to Mega Man 1, but how do you not, you know? In Mega Man 1, to get some of these zips and tricks and glitches to to, to speed run them, essentially, you're talking pixel-perfect placements of that item. And, and with a lot of them, there's no cues. Like, some of them have cues, visual cues, sound cues, etc. Some of them don't, and it's just feel. And you have to get that item in the perfect pixel and then hit it at the right section, and then you do the trick. You know, for for simple English, you do the trick if you get it in this perfect perfect spot. When Mega Man Two, like, you just have to get to that spot. And since these items work in a different way, like they'll just push you up, or you know, they'll they'll just coast you in a direction, and that that direction is locked in. And you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is the zips are easier. In Mega Man 2, and I don't play with zips or anything like that yet for this game. I'm doing straight zipless, but I've messed around with them a little bit. And uh, I don't know. They're they're a lot of fun. I'm I'm just saying the items really opened this game up to be broken in a different way. I think the zips in Mega Man 2 are probably some of the most impressive uh visually. Um I don't do uh any percent, so like I can't speak super intelligently about the zips themselves you know some of them are f very very difficult very very complex i just i have no idea how to do uh any of them to be frank but i mean even without even without considering zips like just the items themselves are are really strong in this game i mean like you know, wily 2 the first uh the first little bit over the spikes like you cannot advance without item 2 a full item 2 and so, like taking taking thought to um, you know really optimize the uh, 
number of items you have left relative to the content that's coming up is crucially important. So like uh, item management, um, it's just an, an extra element to the game outside of the, you know, the pixels that you see. Like strategy is, is, is very, uh, uh, very key in this game. And I like that. Yeah, because, you know, like you were saying in the Wily stages, um, once you get to that point, your ammo or whatever you want to call it, your ammo for your items, your weapons, at that point you have everything. But your ammo isn't coming back. Like most of the time you can use every bit of ammo you have uh, all the all the weapons, all the items and all the stages up until the Wily stages. And then it's like this is just one long ass stage. It's half the game. And it's one stage, essentially. <laughs> so it never comes back. So yeah, there, there's a lot of resource management there and figuring out how to do it. And like, you have access to like refills and stuff. But, you know, from a speedrunning perspective, like you don't want to use those, right? So you're like, you're trying to figure out the most optimized way to do it. And luckily, a lot of people have, have figured this out and we can just watch them. But I, you know... I don't know. I, I can imagine figuring all this stuff out for the first time back in the day was was a very exciting time. Uh, I think that would have been absolutely insane to try and figure out uh, any of these strats, to be totally honest. I give these guys a lot of credit. Oh, me. Oh, me too, man. And absolutely. You know, I, I love that kind of stuff. There's a I'm sure you're familiar with summoning salt, right? Yeah. He did the Mega Man 2 uh basically history lesson on the speed running of it and that it's really cool i i really like that guy's content um he, he basically just breaks it down breaks down like the history of how these games got optimized man, I check that out once a week still what about music man like what, what what's your favorite tune on this uh what's your favorite track on Mega Man 2 Ooh, my favorite track so uh it's a to it's probably a toss up. I'm I'm sitting here looking at the I'm sitting here looking at the uh the list of bosses. Yeah. Robot Masters, not the not the Wily stage. Uh, obviously it's you know Wily stage is probably the best, but Wily stage is pretty good. I'm going to have to go with Bubble Man is the one that sticks out, but it's very close to Woodman. Woodman, okay. That's cool. Very close. Yeah, I like Woodman. I like Bubble Man. Um but yeah, I I think I think when I think Mega Man 2 uh, just in my head, I think a Bubble Man stage for sure. What about yourself? I, you know, Bubble Bubbles an obvious one. You know, Metal's an obvious one. Um, mm -hmm. I probably say Metal. You know, I'm a traditionalist at art. It's good stuff. Is that the um, so for the casual routing, like somebody just picking up this game for the first time? Because I don't think I even know, but I would assume Metal Man is the preferred uh, first stage, right? People are going after metal first because that that weapon is just so incredibly broken in this game. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would preclude them from taking metal first. And if you can unlock metal blade, you're you're pretty much golden. You know. Uh, yeah. You could flashman stage is nothing. I mean, he's he's susceptible to metal blade. I think it only takes like three hits or maybe four. Um. Yeah, I would say metal probably first and then pretty much anything after that. Yeah, I think back in the day I used to do metal man first. Um, yeah, I'd do like metal, bubble, heat, wood, crash. I think I would do airman last or something because I always hated those fucking platforms. Isn't that funny, um, man? Like 
it's it's yeah, totally and now it's like it's, common. Yeah, it's totally contrary to the the routes that we take as speedrunners. You know, it's completely backwards. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of the music of Mega Man Two, you fam you're familiar with a band called Bit Brigade, right? Dude, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I brought them up several times on the show. I I love that band. Anytime they're in town, I'll go see them. Um, you just saw them, but I I saw them like last month. I did. Yeah. They uh huh. They did uh, Mega Man Two, and uh, oh, what did they do? Mega Man Two and Ducktales. And boy, it was a treat. Sounds awesome. And uh, yeah, after watching after after going to that, that's right around the time I started running this game because I didn't run it when I saw them. Like I'd I'd beaten it casually. You got inspired. Um, a little bit, yeah. Because I was like, God damn, this is rad. Like it's just cool, you know. Are they didn't they do um, <laughs> like one of the uh, GDQs or something? Didn't they play live? Do they did? Yeah, that was way. Before. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was a. That was way before me. Right. I don't think it was a GDQ, but. I don't think it was at a GDQ, but it was at something like that, yeah. like some big gaming event. It might have been. I fuck. I don't know. I know there's a YouTube video of them playing at a big event um, that's like very, very professionally yeah. done. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they're super rad. That's, that's so, cool. Yeah. Any anytime you get a chance to see them, I definitely recommend. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So there's one thing. There's one thing that I I found in my research as well that. I think is really cool that I don't think I knew before today or maybe just in the past couple months. But did you know there was a contest for the bosses of Mega Man 2 for people to draw them and they would pick from them? No. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how all the bosses came to be. Really? They were. Uh, yeah, there were 50,000 entries of kids drawing these these robot masters um and they picked eight that is <laughs> but yeah they had these um yeah i don't know if the, i want to say they did that for all the games after mega man one i want to say that was that like an um, international thing or was that contained to japan you know i i'm not sure i mean a quick google search would figure that out but i'm i'm not gonna no, do that no, right no. now you can if you want That's to awesome. um yeah, so 50,000 entries. This was on their wiki fandom. 50,000 entries. They were like these little, kind of like, I don't know, like the size of magic cards, maybe a little bit bigger. There are these just like cards that I don't know how you would get them. I guess you'd get them mailed to you. Like you would enter and you wanted to do this and then you would draw the robot on the card and mail it back, something along those lines. Um, and there's pictures of like the stacks of them and wow. stuff, which which was really cool. But but yeah, 50,000 entries and then eight got chosen. And what's bizarre is like I looked I looked these pictures up and it's it's spot on. Like these are these are those those robot masters that got chosen. Okay. But what's also super funny <laughs> is the ones that didn't get chosen that are just so strange to see. Like they had like there's this page I saw earlier with like 10 different versions of what was going to be Bubble Man. And like, they, they were just so strange. There was one called Faucet Man, which I could not stop laughing at. And his face was just a sink. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, man. But then sure enough, there's Bubble Man right there. You oh. know, right there. Some kid drew it. I hope those kids got royalties from the game. 
I think they're actually credited in the in the cut in oh, the credits. That's cool. Good for them. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Cute. Very very cool. That's something you just really wouldn't see these days. Yeah. That I thought was super. That's cool. like a uh, that's like a Jeopardy <laughs> question or something. Uh huh. Damn. So you missed your shot. You missed your shot. You could have wrote yeah. in. <laughs> Maybe next life. <laughs> next life, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've we've talked about we've talked about basically everything. We haven't talked very much Wily stages. I have a habit with these games where I'll just go level by level by level, and I, I really don't want to do that. But I do want to talk about Wily stages, kind of more or less as a whole, because I think I think those stages are a lot of fun, and I think they're very interesting and very different. Yeah, and I I don't know. We can talk strats as well if you'd like. But the dragon fight, dude. The dragon fight is so dope. The dragon fight, I think, is uh, when you say Mega Man 2, that's how people liken you know, their experiences. Is that dragon? That dragon is so memorable, I think. I totally agree. Totally agree. It's not even that hard, but it, it can, well, it can wreck here's you the, real dude, quick. Dude, the thing is, like, <laughs> do you remember the first time you played the game? <clears throat> and you were, you, were go- you were going through the game, and you were like, you know, jumping on these pedestals and jumping, you're like, what is going on? And then eventually this fucking dragon comes out of nowhere, scares the shit out of you. And now you're like, okay, is he ever going to stop so I can, you know, because you can't deliver damage to him, you know, until it stops. I think that was one of the coolest experiences of the game for me. Oh, I can imagine. Just to see like that size of a sprite in a game like this, because, you know, I have to always remind myself I play these games all the time and I'm playing it on an NES and I'm playing it on a CRT and like I know all that. okay? but then I really sit here and I think like like this, this is from the 80s. Like this is bananas. Like. This game is old as fuck. Exactly, like, <laughs> this game's going to be turning 40 soon, you know? And uh, like for a video game, that's it's just wild how well it holds up. But to, to see sprite work that old as well is just so cool. Because the dragon's just, it's it's awesome. The dragon's completely awesome. But what's really funny is, um, I don't think I ever saw the dragon when I was a kid. Um, I don't think I ever got that far in this game. But... Up until I started like actually trying to do runs and stuff with the dragon. Yeah, up until I started trying to do runs and stuff, when I would get to the dragon, I would always fight him with Buster. And I had no idea about the quick boomerang. Um, so that's that's how I played the game at first. I would just Buster and jump and dodge and hop on the blocks. It was kind of a big pain in the ass. But big time. But uh, then one day, one day I found out about the, the quick boomerang and quick kill. Quick boomerang... Um you know, isn't, it's not a super used uh, weapon in this game, to be honest. I mean, we use it in speedrunning against uh, the Metal Man, and then obviously the uh, the Dragon, and then the Guts Tank, and the next one, like, outside of that, you don't really use the Quick Boomerang a whole lot. Um, but when you do use it, it, like, it's super effective, right? Like, it's the only, to the best of my knowledge, it's the only weapon that you can use where you can um, you can keep your thumb on the uh, the fire trigger and it'll continuously shoot. The second thing is, like, it doesn't exhaust the ammunition very quickly. I think you've got to use, like, what is it, like six or seven boomerangs uh, before it takes one tick from your inventory. 
Like you can you you can shoot oh, yeah. a lot of quick boomerangs without it, you know, really going down. And honestly, I don't think you you know the amount of quick boomerangs you use in the entire game. I don't think it goes below five or six ticks the entire game. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah, you can use it forever. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I bet there's good routing somewhere with with that as a strat like to use quick boomerang a whole lot in the game i bet there's quick routing for that but i don't know anything about it um because you're right it does it lasts forever like you haven't you have basically infinite amount and then you know you've got the crash crash bomber which what do you have i think two six you have like three or something no no not three you have like six six or eight eight or seven like that and you obviously cannot use anything except the quick bomb against arguably the toughest boss in this game, you know, Wily 4. Oh, God. Yeah, don't get me started on that you know, fucker. You know, item management and the fact that you only have eight of them. I mean, it gets real, real hairy real quick when you're in the vulnerable stage. But, um... Uh, a lot of memorable bosses in this one. The, the dragon, probably the number one. Alien, number two. You know, you've got the Wily machine, like you have in several other games. But uh, the Boo Beam and Wily Four. These are these are some pretty memorable fights across the Mega Man series. I think. Absolutely, and it's just like this huge gauntlet of fighting just badass bosses, especially for the time. Um, yeah, the dragon. And then there's that other thing. I don't really know what it is. The thing that's like two blocks and then it combines into one and it comes after you. I don't I don't know what it's called, but I've always really liked that boss too. Um, because it's just a pattern, you know, it's a pattern to memorize. And then once you know it, you're good. It's but, called something God, like that thing. Pico man. Pico so Con or something like that. It's got some odd name. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, dude. And to kick it back to the boo beam trap. Um, I did, I also didn't know what that thing was called until today, but uh, I always called it the crash the crash bomb boss. But uh, yeah, dude, that learning that was so tough. And luckily, I mean, luckily, I have access to save states, and I can just practice. But if you didn't, oh my god, that thing! It took me so long to figure it out, and I still don't have the quick kill on it. Like I still do it the slowest possible way, and. You know, but before before I started even trying to do runs of it and I was just playing this casually, like my whole plan there was to to break the walls and die and then like make my way back down, uh, you know, Wiley for the the hell, the hellacious Wiley for spike uh, spike screens to get back to him. Um, That was the whole route was to have to do that twice. So that I could uh, survive that I mean, boss because he sucks. Like you have a perfect amount of resources to to deal with him, and right. if you fuck it up, you're you're fucked. Like you're soft locked. <laughs> you know, unless you're like an elite speedrunner, that is the route, or that is the strat. You know, just take out the take out the walls first, and then just do the stage again. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I mean, that's 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 arguably one of the toughest stages across the entire series of Mega Man's. By far, and you know the elite runners uh, in the speedrunning categories. I mean, that's that's really where their money is made, so to speak. Like you know, saving time on wild. So many runs die to that 
Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I know. I mean, it still happens to me, too. Like, I'm not saying Absolutely. it doesn't. But I, I spent so much time in those rooms getting to that boss. Uh, you know, the... I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Just those, those, that, those like three, those three or four screens where you're like having to take damage and then like walk mm-hmm. on spikes kind of thing. I just practiced it so much, like days and days and days and days of just doing that to, to get comfortable enough with it where I was like, my runs probably aren't going to end here, you know, but I, I feel you, man. I, I was watching you last night play and you had that, you had that super good run end on wild <laughs> four and i was just like dude like no. i felt it i fucking no. felt it i felt dude, so just, bad for you you man. just want to crawl into a ball and die man <laughs> yeah you're like well i'm gonna go get some ice water <laughs> it's like uh that's yeah. that's quality Mega Man two right there i mean dude uh, you spend like 25 minutes you know on just just super high stress you know every stage you're, you're trying to optimize your every single push of the controller and then you get to the hardest they put the hardest stage at the fucking end of the game you know and uh, all these tricks you're doing all these tricks and then it just dies to one to one random sequence sequence of events and it's just like oh yeah yeah horrible. you're like literally <laughs> literally in the last two to three minutes of the yep. game yeah oh yeah yeah, just one. And a lot of times it's like not even your fault kind of thing. But but yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's dumb. <laughs> but if you do manage to get past it and you get past the crash man boss or the crash bomb boss, you will uh, you'll get to fight Wily after some refights, which, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I really like the refights in this game. I like them more than Mega Man 1 or 3. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's a really cool uh, part of this game, the refights. Uh, you know, and obviously they're not they're not the same fights. It's like uh, Quick Man, the first time you see Quick Man in this game, he's got like, uh, you know, the background has got like some ups and downs sort of thing. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's That's a weird way of describing that. Like the geography of the room is such that you have to jump up and down a series of times. The same with uh, bubble. You know, there are things that can obstruct your your walking across the x-axis of the screen. And so, in like the refights, that there is no obstruction whatsoever. And so, it makes those fights slightly easier. But three of those fights are heavily dependent on RNG. And so, like it's right. you know you. What what you don't have to deal with in terms of the geography of the room, you know, the RNG can be, you know, even more severe punishing. And so, like, I, I kind of think that's kind of fun. I like the RNG aspect of, of games, to be honest. You know, I, I think a lot of the top speedrunners, for example, uh, would like a game with no RNG. And so, like, show the be- the best of the best, you know, if, if you're truly the best, and that's fine. You know the game doesn't have any say in that, but I, I, to be honest, man, I kind of like the RNG aspect of these games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like playing a big slot machine, honestly, because like you don't know what you're gonna get, and when you get that good, that good pattern, especially on like the refights, when there's a ton of time to save there. If you've never had like a really good one, there's a lot there, and uh, yeah, you get that good RNG. 
get some quick kills don't have to pick up any any health or anything like you fly yeah. through those man yeah no 100 percent. 100 until you have to uh 100%. kill the alien in which case like uh, yeah the alien the man. alien sucks aliens the alien sucks the final boss in this game is is horrible i'm, I'm just gonna say that mm-hmm. I will say, though, I, I mean, I had a really hard time with the alien. Uh, for the listener, the alien is the final boss. I don't know why. It doesn't make it sense. Doesn't. Mega Man games aren't aren't for the story, okay? They're not for the story at all. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I've watched the cartoon. I've played the games. Like, I don't know. Okay. We we talk about Mega Man. We play Mega Man because it's, it's just good. It's good and it's fun. But the final boss of Mega Man 2 is the alien. Uh, Dr. Wily essentially turns into him or something along those lines. And let me tell you, playing this casually for the first time, (laughs) when I got to that alien fight, I was just like, what the fuck? Because I had never seen this, you know, I'd I'd never seen it. I was just like, what the fuck is this? And uh, the background is just black with stars and the stars like glimmer and sparkle and whatever and then all of a sudden there's this alien floating around the screen and shooting like this white dot at you that basically matches the background and like i don't know i have weird vision to begin with so like (laughs) i could not get a grip on this when i was first playing it casually but now i kind of like i know where it's at you know i can easily spot his projectile now but oh man at first no way Dude, like I was getting wrecked, and the hilarious part is he goes down with bubble. That's something that never made. You know, the, the bubble bubble lead is something that's not used at all in this game, except for the final boss. And I never understood, like, why they selected the bubble to be its weakness. Like, bubble is such a pain. In I the don't ass. know. I think it's it... a pain in the ass to use. Number one, it doesn't go far. Like you, you deploy it and it goes straight down. You can't get a lot of quick shots in with it. It's just a pain. Yeah, I think it's kind of just like a trolling of from them, yeah. kind of, because you don't use it. So I don't know. I think you would like. I don't know because you can't hit them with anything else, and I think it's it's also one of those things where it almost like extends the life of a game, like past what what it should have been, because like. Yeah. I don't think anybody would just guess bubble right off the rip. So like you're going to die and then you're going to have to do it again and again and again. And, and then you game over and then you have to play all the Wiley stages again or whatever. Right. I actually, I really don't know what happens if you game over around there, but I would assume you have to play all the Wiley stages again. Well, you um, know, the, the super painful part of the alien fight is like, if you touch the alien, it takes 80% of your health. Like one touch, yes, and you're essentially dead. So you can literally take one shot and then touch him once, and then you're you're just fucking dead, you know. And that's difficult, yep. you know. You've got exactly. this bunk ass weapon that you've got to use to kill him that has no range. So you've got to be up in his grill, and then if you're not in eye frames or being damage boosted, like he just automatically kills you. It's a tough fight. You can only get hit once by the projectile and you can get hit once by him after that, but then you're on like one bar. So after you get hit by one projectile and one direct contact with the alien, you can't get hit again by anything. And it's just like, oh my God, it's, it's impossible. And uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and the the frustrating part is like the whole strat of the quick kill on him is to get hit by the projectile and then just jump up in him and uh, and spam that bubble and hopefully take him down in a couple of uh, cycles. But yeah, it's it's very risky because you have like maybe a second in those frames to be able to to be able to not be taking damage. So yeah, just like watching Prizzy's world record a couple weeks ago or a month mm-hmm. ago. Like I, I was, in, I was there, but I wasn't at my computer. You know, it was up on stream. I had to watch it later. But like, just fucking bananas, dude! Like, absolutely bonkers the way that dude was able to pull it off. Like, he was so nervous. Like, like you could see it, man. And like, I would be too because he's like, you know, for my money, the best Mega Man player in the world. And uh, you know, him and Cool Kid. But, but as far as like a. Uh, understanding of these games man he's he's just on it he's on another level and to see him just one cycle the alien or whatever he did is just so crazy the, the really the only issue i have <clears throat> with this game in, in totality is that alien fight and it's uh if i personally and even if i you know even in my younger days like i was never one that was able to uh what we call mash really fast and so, like, the alien fight, in my opinion, is is really difficult because it forces you into this concept of jump mashing. It's like mashing is difficult as it is, but then you've got to jump and then mash. So, like, your mash is cut in half, you know, by, what, 50 60%, you know, on paper. And so, like, that that is right. such a difficult thing. And some of these top speedrunner guys, I mean, they're, they're incredible. Uh, part of me thinks that, you know, they're all cheating with uh auto fire or something because it's so incredibly <laughs> fucking fast but uh they're not that was just a joke like jump mashing i tell you what man it's like so difficult for people that can't do it it's crazy i've gotten better at it but i've never been like good at mashing you know but for for some of these games you, you just, just have, have to. to get good yep. at it like yeah and like i'm not gonna one cycle that boss fight or anything but like i can probably two cycle him if i get it perfect you know um just it just takes practice and yeah the risk of arthritis i guess but i I think prizzy's figured it out because he mashes with his tongue have you seen that it's so crazy dude it's so crazy the first time I saw him play Mega Man 3, this isn't the Prissy podcast. He's not going to listen to this. I wish he would. But <laughs> but uh, the first time I saw him tongue mash, I was just like, dude, what the fuck? I've never seen that. And when he plays Mega Man 3, he does it all the, the time. Calls it. it was like, Welcome oh, my God. Dude, yeah. He... Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, my 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 teeth mash is actually uh, uh, two frames faster than my tongue mash. I was yeah. like, you're fucked, dude. But I love that dude. He's super nice. Good dude. Good dude. I hang out in those streams. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, playing the game is fun, but um, you know, my my gateway into this, or my re gateway back into this was was watching those guys do speed runs, and uh, I do it honestly every day. Uh, I'll dedicate one to two hours, as sad as that may sound. You know, I'll just pop in and out of these guys' streams and uh, just watch them go ballistic on this game. Just you know completely tear it to shreds it's it's a lot of fun couldn't agree more man well uh i i think i think we're covered here for for the most part do you think there's anything we're missing on the uh on the old mega man 2 talk and i don't think so uh you know the 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 music is incredible the 
management of items is is really interesting. The speed runs, the glitches, the zips, all this stuff. I mean, this is just a really well-rounded game. Uh, I don't care who you are. Um, I think anyone would enjoy picking this game up and, and trying to go through it. Absolutely. And it's definitely doable. Like, I think this game is much more approachable um, than its predecessor, for sure. So if you're if you've never played a Mega Man game, couldn't uh, couldn't recommend it enough. You know, like I always say, Mega Man Legacy Collections out there. If you don't have an old NES or whatever at home, can't recommend that enough. It's it's very good for ports. It's very good. Um, and that'll that'll get you access to one through six all in one package, like 20 bucks retail goes on sale all the time. Um, I still like I still like that collection a lot, even though I play on OG hardware now. It's uh, it's good stuff. That's where I'd recommend playing it if you don't have a classic console or if you're not into emulation or anything like that. So absolutely, there there are ways to play these old games. Absolutely, yes, sir. Good deal, man. Um, I think that's got it for the Mega Man Two talk. Um, I just want to thank you one last time, man. Before we get out of here, thank you so much for doing this. I hope you had fun. Sorry, I was a bit rusty tonight. It's been it's been a hot minute since I've sat down and tried to do this. It was a good time. I always enjoy talking Mega Man stuff. <laughs>